0: Good morning friends, this is uh, Sunday morning in Northern Ireland at 11.40 and we're giving you an actual podcast today which I believe is important to parents and this one is about the government during the pandemic they would call it the COVID virus, they would call it COVID-19 they supplied children with the laptops use at home during the education process and a few days ago it was highlighted that the laptops they had provided was spying on the kids as some may suggest one may argue that they needed to set up a surveillance software on it for to monitor the children to understand how it was working maybe or maybe to help the family that the child was actually doing some educational homework. But, you know, why some companies may use that to monitor their employees, it also could be used if one desired to use it for other purposes. You know, it it boils down to trust. Do we trust the government that has set it up? Did they install a surveillance software on the systems, basically to see how it was working? Or was it being misused by individuals that it had installed on? We all know that when you're using a mobile phone or a laptop, in the early days of technology, friends, for those that don't understand, whenever you put your webcam on, you had a small light that come on a back light. As technical minded people like myself, we as geeks, we learned over the years that through a guy called Steve Gibson, the URC website, I was quite happy to give Steve a plug in because I have learned a lot of Steve myself and I think he deserves to have that plug in. Uh, he does operate on a platform called Twit TV Loyal Report, so I have no objections in giving another plug in too because I've also learned quite a lot of him. In fact today, I believe this is the 16th of October, I will be tuning in like many geeks and watching his podcasts maybe on the television or different devices that I have at my own leisure. Because there's always something there that maybe somebody phones in and has come across a technology problem and that's how you learn and that's how you gain your technology education so you're able to help many others. So quite happy to give them two guys a plug in. Although I'm not getting paid for it, but I'm quite happy to do it because I believe that when someone is is putting information out that can educate us geeks too. It's always nice to say thank you. So, in the early days your webcam light would have come on, but uh, we now realised over the years by being educated ourselves that there's ways and means of exploiting different devices. Of course, if the model that you have, example, if you have a, a laptop that's Lenovo or whatever, uh, after a couple of years, uh, some of the companies don't provide the hardware updates. So hardware updates also can become vulnerable and exploited by people that learn how to find a way around systems. are call it breaking. Some call it breaking, and some call it hacking. So. It is possible now to, put, to look through your webcam without you knowing, without your light coming on. And if you're lying in your bedroom uh, with your partner or whatever and they're watching a movie well then there is a chance that someone could be sniggeredly recording. So you've got to keep up in mind so how you avoid This, obviously some of the new devices now have a wee slider button you can pull across but the older ones don't. So a small piece of tape over it or paper will give you a sort of protection and you're going to see nothing so keep that in mind it's not about paranoia it's about understanding how to deal. and I will cover a video of a later date how you can prevent them and one of the preventions is by covering it over as I've suggested so I thought this was an interesting one for uh, people that have kids too now it's covered in quite a number of different uh, journalists across the world, an example the Guardian has it up here, uh, UK schools give kids laptops during pandemic, then they spy on them. According to one survey 81% of teachers in America said their schools monitor devices and students are not always aware. So basically when the pandemic started last year uh, countless forms uh, were exposed including the millions of American families they don't have access to laptops or broadband internet. After some delay, schools across the country jumped into action and distributed technology to allow students to learn remotely. The catch, they ended up spying on students for their own good, of course. According to the recent research that uh, the Centre Technology, the CDT, 86% of teachers reported that during the pandemic schools provided uh, tablets, laptops or Chromebooks to students. twice the rate of 43 percent prior to the pandemic of schools attempting to uh, close the digital access the problem of course is a lot of these electronics were being used to monitor students even combining through private chats emails and documents all in the name of protecting them more than 80 percent of the survey teachers on 77 percent of suburban high school students told the cdt that the schools use surveillance software on those devices and the more relevant students are on those electronics unable to afford supplementary phones or tablets the more they are subjected to scrutiny we knew that there were students out there having uh uh sort of suicide self-harm and those uh, sort of things a school minister explained so that's one example they're using as an excuse uh, from the cdt researchers we find a student actively monitored gene software he could also do a good job of students He might be thinking about bullying if i can save one student from committing suicide i feel like the platform is well worth it well, there again, they're using that as a, I would call it as a, a lay-by approach. Uh, one that may be doing it for other reasons, would also use that as an example for getting off it. Uh, thousands of school districts across the United States have installed surveillance software on schools, providing devices to monitor their students' online interactions. of a student's email or chats with another student saying they've been thinking of hurting themselves, There is trouble at home I don't buy that particularly friends because I believe that's going over the boundaries I have no objections if they're using it only while they log into their particular page and put their password and details in to interact with the school but I do have a problem when they're monitoring what they're not doing outside school it would be interesting that the survey would tell us how many lives is saved by actually doing it and then that me sort of back up what they're saying. Watching the word messages in real time can send an alert to a teacher or administrator, allowing the teacher to jump in without minutes and asking if everything was okay. So let me put this out to students that have reported this in America. Uh, if you know any students out there, uh, how many lives did the government's uh, teachers save? to do with CSI, if I could see the figures then we could say that they were doing a good job but until we see them figures then one may think different these programs such as BART, B-A-R-K-T-N-O-S-I-S iq gadgets and Lightspeed, can cost the schools tens of thousands of dollars to implement and they can be set up to search for language and online behaviour Indicating the possibility of violence, uh, drug use, or eating disorders, etc. And the journalist says, I sh- can certainly understand why schools would jump on technology. They think they may prevent teenagers' suicide bullying on the lake of the pandemic, which basically has been hard on everyone. Uh, students are reporting an increase in self harm incidents and aggressive impulses since the beginning of lockdown. So they also say that, well let's just watch these little devilings more closely, mental detectors at the entrance of schools became the norm. Police had a more visible presence and security cameras wound up in classrooms and hallways. That was big business, schools spent billions of dollars on security infrastructure that mostly provided to be effective and the results were well. You'll never guess, kids felt unsafe. Black students were followed and harassed most frequently and punished and increased as educational outcomes become worse. So one could ask that could this money be used as a better purpose? Uh, Because we know if you're sending your child to schools and you have the money, it costs quite a lot for uniforms and etc. So, although schools and parents are quick to voice concerns over privacy, it remains unclear of the results of all of this is monitoring is safety and if so, safety for whom? Good question. Safety for students? Another question. Surveys suggest students are mostly aware they are being monitored but are not fully confident of the extent. Many of these programs boost that teachers have direct access to the screens of their students, even after school hours are over. That's the problem I would have, after school hours are over. Teachers and administrators can hijack control of the computers remotely, uh, closing the tab and overriding the keyboard. Does that make kids feel safe? That is another good question. So, what's your thoughts, friends? Does that make your kids safe or does it invade your privacy? That's a question I put out to you, friends. Please give us your feedback. Then there's a tricky question of uh, promising of intervention. The goal of surveillance, according to software companies, is to allow for a problem to be spotted and intervened with early on. That intervention can lead to the presence of police and social workers, each with their own difficulties histories when it comes to involvement in private homes. And information about the child's attempts to exercise safe help may be forwarded to the possible abuse, etc. More than half of their callers seeking assistance on counselling were minors who were likely to be trapped in their homes or family members under stressful circumstances. So I wanted to highlight this this morning to you. they are also, uh, besides teens needing their privacy, to create confusion uh, on TikTok dances and etc. So that's some information to do with schools so under digital surveillance how America schools spy on millions of kids so there's quite a lot of information here fueled by fears of school shooting the market is growing rapidly for technologies that monitor students through official schools emails and chats so that's us let the to the bag Failed by fears of school shooting, the market has grown rapidly for technology to monitor students. Digital surveillance is just one part of booming. Nearly $3 billion a year school security in the United States. A, uh, a guy called Adam, technology director for a school district outside the uh, monitoring students' emails to be a time-consuming job, he says. He used to do keyword search for the Fisher School email accounts for the district like of 2600 students looking for words like suicide and he heard about a new opinion following a school student and so they're going to use this for many different reasons friends. Uh, what we have to find out at Geeks is where the Son to marketing companies. So, there's a lot of information that one may ask, of course if you're not using the computer when you're finished using it for school I would suggest that you switch it off. Uh, can schools spy on students? That's a question. The surveillance technology currently in use includes uh, software to scan students social media ports, cameras, with facial recognition, and other scanning capabilities, and microphones to detect aggression. Schools can even track you on devices that you don't control if you have to download a certain kind of security. Can schools invade students' privacy? As a question I put out. What's your thoughts, friends? Because people have the right to be free from intrusion into personal matters. Even in a school setting, the right to students' privacy extends to education records, administrations, and conduct. Can can your school see your internet history? That's another question I put to you, another thought. As a man says, speed for thought. So if you're using the internet connection at home with your school account, the school will be able to see your internet history. Still, the school can only access the internet history until you're using the school account. Uh, I would class that as a privacy issue. Can schools monitor your laptop at home? Can schools look through your camera? Schools aren't illegally allowed to spy on their students through the school issue laptops or webcams for that matter. However, there have been several report cases where schools or colleges install spyware or require parents to put spyware on their children's devices. Can school convicts watch you? Do school Chromebooks listen to you? Yes. They monitor every step you make friends. They listen in on every conversation you have even with your parents. Can my school see my history of a user virtual private network? One might question. Your school administrator can't see when you're online when you're sorry, your school administrators can't see when you're using a VPN, even though they can see what you're doing. It for some schools block virtual private networks they might block VPN sites and make block the protocol used if your school uses lists, getting to VPNs may be very hard so if you're thinking about a VPN, it might work These schools look at your internet protocol address? Uh, colleges can track keystrokes to identify typing patterns for a particular student they can track a computer's IP address even require the identification through the fingerprint recognition. How to block my IP address, there's ways that we covered podcasts before now. And there's a lot of top stories in this friends. I thought this would be an interesting one for parents. Uh, schools are spying on uh, queer students on them into teachers on parents. The software has added one student and also incorrectly notified a teenager's parent that they wrote about their past suicidal thoughts. So, where do we draw the line in this, friends? Uh, uh, they can scan your emails, chat messages, and documents, including class assignments and personal files, images, videos, and etc. So, I guess a lot of Titans could possibly also use this information for marketing. A particular story here about a 13 year old student that was flagged after he wrote about his past struggles with his mental health. The gadget that they had flagged his mentions of suicide, even though his uh, discussion on how he had recovered from his past suicidal after receiving mental health care i think they may be going too far a school counselor contacted uh, the parents two days after he turned tuned in the assignment and he called the incident re-traumatizing so basically the wee lad went through twice again so i guess they have to be you know they're not doctors they have to be careful <sighs> And he says I was trying to be vulnerable with this teacher and be like, hey there, there's a thing that's important to me because you asked. Uh, so uh, Wallace told the "For now when I made it clear I'm a lot better, the school is contacting my counsellor and it's freaking me out, causing more problems. and it's also said that gaggle has claimed that its service potentially saves children's lives the company boosts that it saves more than 1400 lives in 2020 21 school year but there isn't really much research to determine whether the uh, TATGLE and other services like it have an overall positive effect on helping kids experience mental health crisis so you know what sort of programs would they be using? Students are stunned by schools spying on them. Uh, how do you know if a school issued laptop has spyware installed? And, and uh, this may help some. How do you know if your school issued laptop has spyware installed? Schools aren't legally allowed to spy on their students through school issued laptops. That's the law. Our webcams will not matter. However, there have been several report cases where schools or colleges install spyware and require parents to put spyware on their children's devices. Remember the webcam gate scandal that led to the robinson merson School? Well, that ended with a school paying a staggering 610,000 settlement to settle that suit after they were caught secretly spending on a student's privacy in their home. So, you know, the educational board need to be careful here because someone like myself then would no and could have a law case there where they maybe went over the boundaries and could end up getting a few pounds authorities from that school did through webcam abatement and laptops over 66,000 images have been secretly taken this is the problem I'm talking about you know there's always a rotten apple in every wire once they're, they're sitting for a while and you get one rotten apple and you don't remove it the whole lot becomes becomes rotten so why schools install spyware on their laptops uh, school actually laptops are often available at a high price sometimes even given for free they come with unresolved uh, questions and a real cost some software programs installed to spend students send their data automatically to the cloud and open without their knowledge or consent or their or sorry that of their families Uh, so check your own school issue computer for spyware and remove it okay so if you go to your laptop and you check and start up for any spyware or suspicious software you can go to the search bar on your computer and type the word misconfig and click system configuration click the startup tab and then click open task manager if you see any suspicious programs or software that's hovering a mount of your computer memory, terminate its process temporarily and then run a search online to confirm whether it's not malicious if it is installed. Also, check the temporary folders for spyware. The temporary folders help your computer to bring up a website or program easily. The malware is often hid within the folder. So, if you see a suspicious spy, delete it. Okay, so I'm not suggesting that you turn it off but if you're a student and you're not using the login to your classroom and you've done your uh, homework or whatever or your your reports by all means um, you would have the right to turn it off when you're not using it uh, open Explorer and click on the local disk drive C drive that would be your hard drive, click on the windows and then find the temporary folder you can always delete everything in the temporary folder just ensure malicious software are removed It just holds temporary data so you won't really cause any substantial harm to your computer check for spyware from the control panel Uh, scroll through the programs and see if there's any familiar software if there's out in program you can check the name so you come across it you can actually you can actually uh remove it if your laptop has a strong antivirus or anti-malware program run a scan also to check for a pick up running anything like this program access Trojan Rack is an old one, it's a keylogger or VMC app used to spy on you can also be picked up by scans. use software to remove stubborn programs okay so there's quite a lot of them out there so I want to go back to how to check of your computer okay so obviously as geeks we don't want spyware on our system So spyware removal tips for your computer or smartphone Uh, plus how to tell if you're being spied on. So this may be valuable to a lot of people even using mobiles or devices. As a, a geek that's doing this technology information I also don't want you having spyware on your home computers for a number of reasons. So it's my interest to share this with you because this is what we do now, spyware is a terrible invasion of a person's privacy and most of its forms aren't just offensive but also illegal. It's common with paranoid spouses and partners looking for uh, evidence of a potential affair. Similar, an axe could put spyware on your phone just to see what's new in your life, or your conversation or any recent photos you have been taking. Such personal and sensitive information in the wrong hands could be used against you and put your you or others at risk whether or not you have anything to hide. Uh, so, the signs uh, so, how do you know for sure if there's spyware on your smartphone or computer? Okay, I'm going to tell you, friends, now the telltale signs to be aware of and how to check, and uh, hopefully, how to remove it. So, the signs of spyware that your computer or phone has spyware on it, friends, simple. Spyware software is designed to log everything on a computer or phone does and send out user data while remaining undetectable. Some examples of spyware are key loggers, which monitor and record keystrokes pressed on your computer or text screenshots of your device. If you have a feeling that you're being watched by someone listening on your phone conversation, or you have a compromised device, these signs should ring the alarm bell. so it's time to explore your software removal options. Exclusive data, okay. spyware consumes a certain amount, a significant amount of resources and network bandwidth when installed on your computer or phone. If you notice your monthly data usage is normally high, there's a decent chance the spyware was installed in it. Uh, this happens because the software uses data to send out, the uses data connected from your device. However, high-end spy apps use much less, okay. If you notice a sudden drop in your body like your phone, it could be your body or it could be this. This is another indicator of spyware on your computer or phone. If you notice that your body runs out of juice at a usual high rate, it could be presence of spyware is draining it, especially if it records, records sorry, through your speaker or camera. So if your phone has a removable body, you can test the difference with the body first because you could also have an old body that is draining quickly. Another uh, clue would be slow performance. There are several reasons for slow speeds on a computer or phone, like if your storage isn't full or the device hardware or software isn't capable of running many apps at Go. However, if you rule that out and your device is growing noticeable, slower than unusual, it's probably being monitored or remotely controlled. Now, difficulty with trying to shut down unexpected Reboots it can also can be a compromise. So spyware compromise your device and keeps running in the background, friends. So you may find it hard to completely shut down your computer or phone. Sometimes it could reboot for no other reason or without your input, which is a sign that someone has remotely authorized it. Okay. Uh, similarly, if you notice your device it takes a longer time than usual to close or activate the process and shut down. Strange background noises during calls or old taxes isn't also a giveaway, even if you're using your house phone. If you hear unusual noises or backgrounds, then someone may be listening it. But if they know what they're doing, you're not here. Uh, back when the land lines were in use, uh, house, house phones, it was usually to hear weird background noises as the lines weren't always stable. Today, though, networks have stable connections and strong signals. So if you hear strange clicking sounds this could mean your phone is being monitored. If you receive unexpected yet old looking text messages with strange characters on it, it's possible that the Spyware tool is installed on your phone. This is coded language the Spyware uses to communicate with an external party but also assign a pure quality Spyware software, abnormal body temperature. How to check and recognize Spyware installed in your computer or phone. Ok, on your computer if you have a Windows machine you can check for spyware through the start bar To double check install programs listed If you don't see any suspicious programs press the L Alt key and delete key at the same time on click task monitor To see all the processes currently running on your computer and identify any suspicious ones Internally you can use the misconfig and in and the Windows search bar and check for any strange Software that is uh, consumed or made in memory, terminate its process or temporary if you're not sure and do a bit of research online. On a Mac you can click the Launchpad Activity Monitor and go see Spotlight and others to check the current programs running on your machine and you can check the temporary files and delete them. Uh, installing on the Spyware software, this is the best way to scan your computer for Spyware. A deep scan to your computer uh, drives and identify and remove any potential threats. The best free spyware tools is like super anti spyware or malware bytes for android phones check whether your settings allow unknown secure sources unknown sources sorry to download and install apps as this will happen without your consent to do this go to settings and security for sorry phonics and security for security tap installed unknown apps or allow unknown sources check for any suspicious apps that you don't recognize and they go through the names skip the hands and change the app settings to so not allow that's under your security install unknown app like a messenger stuff like that. if you suspect or jailbreaking download if you suspect tampering or jailbreaking friends download the root checker app from google play store and check for jailbreaking iphones are much harder to jailbreak or install with spyware and mailware but there are several ways you can determine or what or not your phone has been sprayed or wrong. So it's called a rechecker up. Next steps as with most things light goes on with the six cents, 60 cents especially if something isn't right and these control of the situation. Uh you also lock resort for your mobile you can perform in fact, a factory reset on your computer or smartphone and you can also buy a new smartphone or computer and take back control of your right to privacy. Okay so super anti-spyware is a handy we program to use I don't believe the android phones have that offer but we check super anti-spyware super anti I think it's only for spyware super anti-spyware okay so you, when you take that in you do have what security Anti Spyware Scanner, CC Cleaner, Spyware Attacker, Anti Spyware Scanner 4.5. Let's have a look at that one. But obviously, you don't install too much. When I downloaded that, because I was feeling that my phone was being threatened with Spyware, however, I can't prove it, but after scan, uh, it just made my phone unusable. Some read the reviews first before you install the apps, friends, and do your homework, so I do have a couple of mine. Obviously, it wouldn't be a good idea for me to put it out in case someone tried to find another way, so there's no point of putting all your eggs in one basket. So I thought I would do that with because it's an interesting one. So where does it all lie with schools monitoring your network or your laptops? Of course when you're using them, uh, be careful what you're saying uh, because, you know, information can be sold to third parties, okay, so if someone was to do a bit of dogging and there's information there, they could sell your information to third parties on Mac money. they could also use it to target for odds, and that's where the advertisement comes in. So as I said before, no device is hundred percent secure, friends. It's not about paranoia. It's about having control of your own system. If you can prove that someone has gained access to your system without your knowledge, and you happen to learn how to read the digital evidence and gather it up, and you give them enough rope, they'll uh, do themselves harm. Well then, what you can do is, there's a number of ways you can use that of course, people would say use it within the law. Uh, but there again, I, I believe in a right to defend myself. And uh, so I may use it to send a message back, chat again, and further action will be taken. Whilst well, in the technology minded way, or through the courts. So before you decide to mess about with somebody's uh, information, which is personal and once you go out of your way to get access to someone's information and they happen to be like me and they happen to learn how to read the packets and understand internet traffic and understand that you have got a device that can jam the system or you may be able to see the screen you have to be careful that you don't go over the boundaries of the law because it could come back to bite you or you could burnt. okay so just don't take people for granted there's an old saying as you can't tilt a book glass cover you can get a, a bad cover on a good reading okay so be very very careful and that, that message is hinted to uh, a couple of people uh, over the early days I was using a laptop outside my home many years ago and uh, there's a device that was apparently stolen from the DOE yard which was used to watch what they call a television the tagger. Okay. So sorry about that, friends, I just had someone calling there. Uh, so basically an interesting topic, okay? An interesting topic. There is ways of removing spyware, friends of your computer. Now I'm not suggesting that if you're a student and the school has put it on that you actually remove it because that could sort of leave you in a dynamo dynamo or dynamo whatever you want to call it uh, basically where they could say well we need that on it for you to do it and we have the we have it there to help you so as a disclaimer this is for educational purposes only this podcast uh, do not have your student remove the software and then uh, say PC Caramel Technical Podcast told me how to do it yes I have the right by law to teach you how to keep your system safe and to protect you against spammers scammers by putting spyware on your systems but I'm not suggesting that because you're a student this is how you take it off your system because then you won't maybe not be able to communicate with your teacher and it could uh, cause maybe problems so I'm not here to go against the educational board I'm here as a nerd geek computer helper to help you remove spyware of your systems. Okay, but you do have a right, uh, if you're not needed to have a face-to-face camera teacher and your junior home, you do have a right to put a piece of small tape and protect yourself for privacy. And if it was me, I personally would be saying that uh, if you've got software installed on my computer, then other people may use that software you've installed for reasons, legal reasons, for my privacy with my parents at home. Okay, so that's a, a boundary that the educational board had have to be very careful if they cross it. Because if you're able to prove they're invading your privacy, and they've went over the boundaries, well then, they could face a lawsuit. So I guess it works both ways. Okay, so for educational purposes, uh, if you suspect that your personal information and there's no reason for it to be listened into, and they don't have the right through the law obviously you can speak to your solicitor first and find out what he would think if you removed it and that way i would call that uh, boxing smart okay so talking about what happened to me in the past was when you're in your early days and you're only starting what we would call green and you have to learn There is ways of hijacking your host file and there is ways of going into your network settings if you don't have a secure key. It's called piggybacking. And sadly, they get away with piggybacking, it's not against the law. If you don't, because if you don't have a lock on your door and someone opens it, they could say, sorry, mate, I went to the wrong house. Okay, so basically, you could argue they knew who you were, but at the same time, the loophole in the law, they would probably get off of it. Probably, provided they didn't walk in, if they just opened the door. So, one guy was using a laptop out the back, and his father noticed that I was watching, and he tapped the son on the shoulder. And uh, there again, I left myself open, but there again I changed the key, put a key on, and started learning a bit more, so I, I stopped him. Another guy was targeting me and he wasn't that good and he blocked every IP address and obviously it got his rag up he said oh we'll get into your computer and little does he know that I have it all recorded. It's just lucky that I took pity on him uh, and let him off. The other guy was boxing in a killer how I can jam the system and I have a bit of fun. And there again he wasn't that smart out because I'm a good listener so... Whenever you're talking outside friends, always look around and see if anybody's watching or listening. Okay? There is tools that we have, we can listen outside without even going out. So sometimes I would box clever and give them a run for their money. And when the time suits me, they'll then, you know, payback's a bitch. Okay, so I don't go outside talking about i trying to be someone or educate them what I know or don't know I do this on the podcasts because I don't need two or three people when I learned the hard way and I'm able to share my information with you I obviously can't force you to listen it's entirely your own choice but I also will listen to you so I believe Anchor FM has set up a system here where you can make a few comments and I'd be quite happy to read them out uh, let's make it interesting and let's help people out there because the last thing I want you doing is having to go to a computer shop and pay big bucks for something that's simple to sort it out yourself okay so for those that do listen I appreciate it and thank you and hopefully I can make more improvements as I go along okay thank you very much and keep safe